0: Monday morning and you know what that means dreamers welcome back to the isolation station Club. this is does does disney and i'm your host it's me it's me it's the doz landed the dozdone kicking your week off the right way with a little bit of disney news coming out of the house of the mouse in orlando florida we're talking walt disney world uh thank you for i guess uh, coming back After a week off, I did have a wonderful time down in Orlando, Florida, down in Walt Disney World and Universal Studios with the Smoking Hot Girlfriend. Uh, Brief synopsis, first time on Guardians of the Galaxy in Epcot. Uh, Lived up to the hype. I think that is an incredible roller coaster and look forward to getting back on that. Uh, Mardi Gras at Universal was also phenomenal. Can't wait to get down there for that as well. I am back. Kind of in the swing of things, Um, I am broken, I am broke, but if you've ever been on a Disney, or a Universal, or a Disney and Universal vacation, you know that's kind of to be expected. Um, A solo episode, just yours truly this week, Uh, Jay is uh, seeing Ludacris at SeaWorld while we're recording this. Yes, that is actually happening. That's, that's not a funny line or reason that he's missing this week's recording session. And, uh, Steffers is feeling a little bit under the weather. So, uh, hopefully they will be able to join us next week. Feel better, Steffers. And between me, you, and this microphone, I'm not feeling my greatest either. I think I'm still recovering from said vacation and, uh, maybe got a little bit of, a. Uh, allergies going on because you know tis the season for that uh stuff but we do have some disney news we're gonna get back into the swing of things bringing you some disney news every monday morning bright and early 5 a.m but before we get to the latest happenings coming out of the house of the mouse it's time for everybody's favorite news segment it's this week in disney history Aww. turn down for what, what? That sound is so incredibly ridiculous. Um, uh, this week, we are looking at the dates of February 27th, going through March the 4th, including February 29th. Because, you know, sometimes there's that extra day in uh, February. So um, so you've got to take that into account. But there is no uh, Disney news that happened on uh, February 29th. So I really don't know why I brought that up. But to kick off this week in Disney history, we are going way back to the year 1930. On February 27th, 1930, Roland Fargo Crump, or as you and I probably know him as Raleigh Crump, an animator and designer noted particularly for his work at Disney Imagineer, is born. First joining Walt Disney Studios in 1952, he worked as an in-betweener before becoming an assistant animator on movies. I don't know, maybe you've heard of uh, Peter Pan, Lady and the Tramp. Sleeping Beauty, and 101 Dalmatians. Now in 1959, Crump joined W.E.D. Enterprises, which was later called Walt Disney Imagineering and became a designer for some of Disneyland's attractions and shops, including the Haunted Mansion, Enchanted Tiki Room, and the Adventure Land Bazaar. He was also responsible for designing many of the Disney attractions at the 1964 New York World's Fair, including It's a Small World, and in particular, the Tower of the Four Winds Marquee. Now, Crump later contributed to early designs of the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World in Florida and worked on designs of the NBC's Disney on Parade in 1970 before leaving Disney to work on outside projects including Bush Gardens, the ABC Wildlife Preserve in Maryland, and Ringling Brother and Barnum and & Bailey Circus World. Later, he returned to Disney in 1976, designing the Land and Wonders of Life Pavilion at Epcot before again leaving Disney in 1989. Raleigh Crump is a Disney legend. If you've uh, watched The Imagineering Story on Disney+, Plus, phenomenal series if you have not checked it out. I know I've brought it up in the past. I know Steffers and Jay have also brought it up in the past. Highly recommend watching and checking out the Imagineering story. Raleigh Crump is a name that's brought up uh, several times throughout that show, and rightfully so, truly a Disney legend. So, a uh, happy birthday to Raleigh Crump. On March 1st, 1999, at Disney's MGM Studios, yes, this is an instance where it is always, hashtag MGM, a third drop is added to the drop sequence of the Tower of Terror attraction. And also, you remember that weird era, like late 90s, early 2000s, when Disney or I guess more accurately, ABC bought the rights to the uh, Nickelodeon animated show, Doug. Uh, well, at one point, Doug had a live show in MGM Studios, and on March 1st, 1999, Doug Live opens, and it replaced the Superstar TV show. Uh, also on March 1st, 1999, Collie River Rapids, uh, disney's very first rapid river type attraction and the maharaja jungle track both open in the asian section of disney's animal kingdom now the cali river rapids uh, attraction, i'm not a super big fan of but it does have its fans out there is themed as a rafting expedition along the chuck river uh courtesy of the kali rapids expedition and the maharaja jungle track takes guests on a tour through the anandapur royal forest Uh, filled with a variety of exotic animals, including gibbons, black buck, uh, fruit bats, uh, deer, and Asian tigers as well. And then on March 3rd, 1983, the Epcot attraction, Journey into Imagination, sponsored by Kodak, makes its debut. It will have its official opening two days later. And also on March 3rd, 1983, the Buena Vista Palace Hotel opens at Lake Buena Vista at Walt Disney World. Uh, March 4th, 1932, going way back on this one because we're talking another Disney legend when Frank Wells is born in Coronado, California. Now, in 1932, 84, he joined the Walt Disney World Company as its president and COO. He served as the president of the Walt Disney Company until his untimely death in 1994. Wells played a major role in the turnaround of Disney after he was recruited in 1984 alongside Michael Eisner, the company's chairman and chief executive. Wells was known for adhering to a strict work regimen that began bright and early at 6 a.m. He handled the details of Disney's day-to-day operations, but was often overshadowed in the public eye for the more colorful Eisner uh, and fun fact, before his tenure with Disney, Wells worked for Warner Brothers. A lot of Disney historians really view Frank Wells as Michael Eisner's right-hand man. Wells and Eisner worked hand-in-hand, as I previously mentioned, in the turnaround of Disney and their fortunes when they first came into power. And a lot of people, unfortunately, I know Defunctland, I believe, on YouTube has said that after Wells passed away, that's when Eisner kind of lost some speed on his fastball, so to speak, and some of had more misses than successes, so to speak, when it came to pitching projects and ideas for the park. So uh, definitely gone way too soon uh, in Frank Wells. But in 1932, March 4th, uh, Frank Wells was born and truly another Disney legend. And then on finally, a little bit more recent, March 4th, 2020, we are heading now this time to Disney's Hollywood Studios, not always. Hashtag MGM. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, a dark ride attractions open its doors in Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, and this is a fact that still kind of blows my mind. It's the first ride at any Disney park that stars Mickey Mouse and friends. Um, how it took till 2020 for Mickey to get a ride in walt disney world still kind of wrinkles the brain so to speak um uh, and then unfortunately uh shortly after that uh that whole COVID thing came along and uh really impacted people being able to ride said mickey's runaway railway and unfortunately i have a feeling we're going to be talking about some of those uh dates in the future this date in disney history segments in the upcoming weeks but That's for future podcasts. Let's talk about what's actually happening right now in the parks. We have some updates on some previously mentioned policy changes, I guess you can call them, uh, that Disney announced. We have a roller coaster in Hollywood Studios that has gone into its planned refurbishment and it looks like it might be down for a while plus we have the return of the topiaries ahead of the flower and garden festival launching in epcot but first let's give you that update on some policies that disney announced previously and when those are going into effect first up disney had previously announced that there are changes coming to how annual pass holders are going to be interacting with the disney park pass system that change goes into effect april 18th, in an in an announcement, easy for me to say, Disney says, "quote, beginning April 18th, Walt Disney World annual pass holders will be able to visit the theme parks after 2 p.m." Without needing a park reservation, except on Saturdays and Sundays at the Magic Kingdom Park. Pass blackout dates will continue to apply like they do today. While the theme park reservation system remains important to manage attendance in our parks, especially on busier days, we realize our pass holders enjoy more spontaneous visits, and this change will make that possible. End quote. Um if you've listened to this podcast in the past, you know that I am not a fan of the uh, park reservation system, the the pass, uh, park pass system, whatever Disney wants to call it. I'm not a fan of it, and I, I'm, I'm not even a little bit fan of it. They say that it is important to uh, maintain crowd levels. I don't know if that, if it necessarily even does do what Disney claim it does, but uh, this is a step in the right direction And I've cited it taking away the spontaneity that pass holders do have, particularly those local pass holders. Um, I would still like to see the uh, park reservation system just go away completely. But, like I said, step in the right direction. Uh, We'll be interested to see what comes next. Uh, Still no update on when uh, annual passes will be sold again in Walt Disney World. Uh, speaking on APs, Um, uh, so uh, as soon as we have that news, you can bet uh, we will be talking about that. One has to imagine, it's it's coming sooner rather than later? I I, I have nothing to base that on, that is just me wildly speculating, Um, uh, but I mean, I I don't know. We'll talk about that news when we get said news, but uh, I said sooner rather than later. This is another update that is happening sooner rather than later, ahead of the change that is coming to the annual pass holders and the park pass system. March 20th, that is when Genie Plus is going to be getting those on-ride photo pass attraction shots whatever you want to call it Uh, because you might remember a couple weeks ago Disney made that announcement and we now know when that is going into effect. Disney said in a statement quote starting March 20th guests purchasing Disney Genie Plus services will also receive digital downloads of their Disney Photo Pass attractions taken in the park on the day of their purchase at no additional charge. Attraction photos are taken while in the parks at more than a dozen of our most popular attractions including Space Mountain, slinky dog dash test track expedition everest and more In quote um i like the fact that if you are purchasing genie plus you're getting more bang for your buck um uh this does seem to imply this is attraction only so i remember when we were talking about it uh we asked the question uh me jay and steffers if this would apply to you know Cast members are set up throughout the parks with other photo pass options uh, where you can get, you know, magic shots. For example, if you were in Epcot or something, you could get a magic shot with figment flying around in the background. Doesn't sound like that is going to be included in this option uh, because in this in the announcement that Disney put out, it only specifically name checks attractions like Space Mountain, Slinky Dog, Test Track, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I'll be curious to see On March 20th, when this does launch, if it is confirmed that way. But uh, yeah, March 20th is when that is going into effect. If you do purchase Genie Plus, you're going to be getting those uh, digital downloads of Disney Photo Pass at no additional charge. But speaking of Disney Genie Plus, it saw a first so to speak, when it comes to Walt Disney World uh, this past week. Uh, Actually, it was when I was in the parks and uh, me and the Smokin' Nut Girlfriend, we kicked around the idea of purchasing Genie Plus while we were down there, but That option quickly uh, got pulled from us because Disney stopped sales of Disney Genie Plus on February the 19th. This marks the first time that the service was ever sold out since Disney World announced the ability of the service to sell out back in June of last year. Now, at Disneyland, the Disney Genie Plus service has sold out multiple times, but like we talked about, this is the first time that it happened in Walt Disney World. So it's it's, it's kind of surprising and hopefully not a sign of things to come or a harbinger of things to come, if I want to make it sound more uh, more ominous and spooky. Um, uh, and especially kind of odd because Disney announced that the price of the service would be a variable type thing. You know, it it, it could be expensive more $1 day could be cheaper the next day and uh, I mean it was over President's Day weekend so maybe Disney Disney saw that with the high crowd levels Um, I don't know but definitely something to uh, keep in mind if you and your party are going to be going down to the parks during particularly busy times and uh, Genie Plus is something y'all might want to think about purchasing Uh, purchase it early so uh, yeah Though I uh, do want to point out guess who had uh, already purchased Disney Genie plus can continue to utilize the service and whichever lightning lanes are still available. So um, uh, there you go. There you go on that one. But speaking of Genie plus uh, lightning lanes and uh, all that good stuff and attraction, you might want to use a lightning lane on when you're in Hollywood studios, rock and roller coaster, because it can, you know, warrant and draw quite the crowd, but lightning lane or no rock and roller coaster, you're not going to be getting on it for a while, it looks like, as Rock and Roller Coaster closed earlier uh, this month for what turns out it could be a lengthy refurbishment. Cast members uh, that Blog Mickey spoke with uh, are saying it could take four to six months to complete, and some recent permits that were filed are suggesting that it could include a possible uh, replacement of the track in some areas. Now, one permit was filed by Maddox Electric. It's listed as General Electrical Work. So, you know, they're gonna be uh, doing some electrical work, not surprising, on a roller coaster with electronics on it. Uh, The second permit, that's where it gets kind of a little bit more eyebrow-raising. The work is listed as General Construction, and the contractor is Adina Corporation. Now, that probably doesn't mean anything to you, but the reason it should, Adena has done quite a bit of work for Disney in the past and lists roller coasters as one of the areas of expertise. Adina and Disney have worked together on coasters such as Slinky Dog Dash, Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind, and the newly open or soon to be newly opened to Tron light cycle run. Their involvement in this project, hints at like likely suggests some amount of track replacement repair will take place. Although it's unclear if it's gonna be a full track replacement, if it's just gonna be a, a little, little, little place. Um, I doubt it's gonna be a full track replacement. Because uh, that, that to me seems like it would be a much longer time for it to be closed. Um, but like I said, cast members who spoke with Blog Mickey are estimating a four to six month uh, downtime for Rock and Roller Coaster, which, which is a bummer. If you and your party are going to be down in Hollywood Studios and you want to go hop on that stretch limo and uh, try and get to go see Aerosmith before the show starts. And uh, as of this time, Let's just go ahead and put this out there. There is nothing to suggest that a retheme of the ride is going to happen here. Um, could it happen in the future? Sure, maybe, possibly, I don't know. But nothing that's put out right now says that anything like that is going to uh, be happening, at least during this refurbishment, no matter how lengthy it is. But if we start to hear otherwise, we'll definitely talk about it. Standing in Hollywood Studios uh, on the last couple episodes of uh, this. Very fine podcast. Uh, we talked about the new restaurant coming to Hollywood Studios, Rodeo Roundup Barbecue. We talked about the menu. We talked about how it's opening March 23rd. Um, uh, di- and uh, reservations can now be made on the Disney World website or the My Disney Experience app. Though from what I hear, that uh, the reservation uh, window did not go according to plan, but that's a different story for a different time. Uh, but Disney did announce what the prices are going to look like for both lunch and dinner. I say both lunch and dinner, um, they're the exact same. Uh, children for lunch and dinner, $25 $25 plus tax and gratuity for children. And then for lunch and dinner adults, you're looking at $45 plus tax and gratuity as well. And you know, the thing with the Rodeo Roundup barbecue, you're one of Andy's honorary toys and 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 Jesse's there and Trixie and Bo Peep and her sheep and you get families sharing all, all you care to eat or whatever, I, I don't know, Um, it looks cool. It's uh, hmm. theming looks neat. I don't know if I'm being completely honest, that price point does raise my eyebrow for what you're getting. Will I try it? Probably. Um, uh, but I don't know how, uh, how high on the list it's going to be when it comes to my eating experience in Hollywood studio. Um, I honestly, I'd probably rather just spend a little bit more money and uh, go to uh, Hollywood Brown Derby. That's just me, though. Uh, honestly, that's the only salad I'm ever getting excited for. That Cobb salad is dope. Uh, staying in the restaurant realm. Um, uh, if you're a fan of uh, Narcuzzi over at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort, uh, all fancy pants and all, we now know that Narcuzzi will be opening up its doors once again on my birthday, April 1st. In a statement, Disney provided the uh, grand reopening date, April 1st, as I previously mentioned, and a look at the menu, uh... Disney in the statement said, quote, on April 1st, 2023, Narcuzzi at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa will once again welcome guests for culinary delights in its newly- reimagined space. This signature dining restaurant with its spectacular panoramic views is a staple of the resort with its waterside location and over the past several months has seen an enhanced interior revamp as well as a refreshed menu created by Chef Noah Estabrook and pastry chef Kristen Farmer in a perfect balance of updated classics and epicurean delights. Wow, that's a $5 word. Then it goes on to talk about how the new space incorporates the con Concept of Land and Sea uh, and highlights our uh, artisan uh, sourdough uh, bowls. Uh, you got your bisques, a beef and ricotta tortellini, an ocean-inspired charcuterie board, uh, which features uh, classics such as Ahi tuna pastrami, a charred octopus, and house-made sausage from the sea. Now, that's uh, that's interesting. Uh, then we got a blackened redfish, uh, roasted uh, vegetable paella. Or, um, uh, then you got uh, your uh, surf of the surf and turf side, dry-aged pork ribeye chop um uh got scallops uh actual surf and turf uh almond crusted cheesecake for your desserts and then a uh, bunch of drinks if uh, if you're a fan of narcoozy uh april 1st uh that is not an april fool's day joke is when it will be opening up um, uh i would imagine uh you probably need to be keeping an eye on when that reservation window opens um uh probably not that far off um so uh, if you and your party want to be there for the gre- grand reopening of Narcuzzi in the uh, Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, uh, I guess get ready. I-, I always feel so out of place whenever I go there. And then uh, finally... At least for this episode, I'm uh, sorry, again, not feeling super great, and I'm still tired from my vacation. Let's talk about some topiaries, because the 2023 uh, Flower and Garden Festival is getting ready to kick off in Epcot. Um, uh, When me and the smoking Hot Girlfriend were down there uh, for our trip, uh, saw a couple of the um, uh, topiaries were being installed ahead of the March 1st debut of the Flower and Garden Festival of uh, this year, uh, but some of the topiaries that have already made their debut this year, um, uh, guests uh, finding their way along the uh, World of Celebration, uh, along the walkway to the World of Showcase. Uh, you're going to find Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, and Chip, and Dale all hanging out together. Uh, Miss Piggy and Kermy, uh Kermit the Frog, are hanging out in the space between the France Pavilion and the Morocco Pavilion, because you know here on this podcast we do love to hashtag save the Muppets looks like Donald Duck and Daisy Duck have a new location this year Uh, it's going to be near the Connection Cafe uh kind of near the walkway to Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind and Mission Space so uh So if you and your party are on your way to go get on your boarding group uh, to go be a guardian of the galaxy, uh, you can go check out Donald and Daisy. Now, in previous years past, uh, they had been hanging out with Mickey and Minnie and Huey and Dewey and Louie. Um, uh, Looks like Donald and Daisy are kind of on their own this year, at least. Um, uh, Lady and the Tramp are going to be in the Italy Pavilion. Tinkerbell uh, and her topiary can be found uh, along the World Showcase Lagoon side of the walkway between... Yorkshire County Fish and Chips and the Bridge to France. Uh, Tink is set up shop there uh, alongside some fairy houses as well. And then finally, the three caballeros make their return for the 2023 Flower and Garden Festival. Uh, You can find Donald, Jose, and Panchito uh, near the Mexico Pavilion and the Mexico Food Kiosk in the World Showcase, striking a uh, pose at the caballeros would Um, uh, yeah. So those are just a few of the topiaries that have already made their return ahead of the launch of, oh my God, this week's, uh, launch for the 2023 version of the, uh, Epcot flower and garden festival. So, um, uh, that's, that's, that's all I really got this week. Uh, I'm sure there's some news I missed while I was out, and I, I apologize for missing it. Uh we'll we'll pick it up again next week when hopefully it's not just me uh, yammering into a microphone by myself for uh, you know, thirty-ish minutes. Uh, so I'm uh uh I'm gonna go lay down because cause I'm tired of it. <laughs> Feel great, um, but before I do that, be sure and follow me on Twitter, L A N D Z. Please go follow me, Landon. Don't I'm the best, Landon. Don't not the resca. That's where you can follow me, 280 characters at a time on Twitter. Uh, I also uh, appear on the Phil Show, News Talk 98.7 WOKI Radio Station. Locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at Newstalk987.com. Also available in the iHeartRadio app and the Newstalk987 app as well. Um, uh, Steffers is uh, doing, doing new episodes of her podcast, Adventures with Steffers. Be sure and uh, search for that. Wherever you get your fine podcasts, uh, Jay is doing the Passholder Lounge live uh, every Tuesday night at eight o'clock. Uh, you can watch that on YouTube. Uh, interact as well. Um, uh, that's that's always fun. I've uh, been known to pop up time to time doing that. And then if uh, you can't do that live, it also drops uh, wherever you get your podcasts every Friday morning, so you can hear the audio version. I know he and Nate did a uh, podcast talking about uh, Star cruiser stuff. So that's that's uh that's neat. Go check that out. Fun talk with uh Nate on this latest episode of the Passholder Lounge Live. Um uh so <sighs> yeah, I'm tired but uh glad to be back into the swing of things with y'all. Thanks for uh thanks for I guess allowing me to take a week off last week. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh so uh I'm going to stop doing that, but I will say thank a cast member, thank a team member. Disney and Universal, uh, pay your cast members and team members a living wage. Uh, we love coming down to your parks. Heck, some of us even tolerate spending all of our money down at your parks, and uh, I i guess I'm one of them, but without uh, the cast members and without the team members, none of what you have happens, so treat them and pay them like the rock stars that they are, and uh, be decent. To, to each other. You don't know what everybody else has going on in their lives, and you don't know how far a kind word or a kind gesture will go, and it costs you nothing to be nice. And uh, be decent to yourself. There's tons of negativity out there in the world, so uh, take care of yourself, both physically and mentally, because your mental health is just as important as your physical health. And breathe. Have a little bit of fun, and if you could do both of those things, that would mean the world to me. My name is Landon Dome. Thank you so much for coming along on this edition of Daz Does, Does Disney because you've been great and we've been Daz Does, Does Disney. There's a lot of stuff I can do well. Heck, there's even a couple things I can do very well. But when it comes to graphic design, that is one thing I cannot do at all. Thankfully, I have a friend in Matt and love of the mouse multimedia. You know and love their work. The sleek and soon to be beloved logo for this very podcast, Does Does Disney? That was them. The classic morning monorail logo and all its variants. That was love of the mouse too. And not only does Love of the Mouse have an incredible talent for graphic design, they're easy to work with and collaborate. They listen to your ideas and suggestions, then they bring them to life. So if you're looking to start your own blog, podcast, YouTube channel, Etsy shop, whatever creative outlet that you're thinking of, Love of the Mouse can help your brand to stand out in the crowd. Connect with Matt on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by searching Love of the Mouse Multimedia or at L-O-T-M Multimedia